We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dagwood Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard.
serve the Lord your God, then he shall bless. He shall bless the bread you eat. He shall also bless the water that you drink. I am the Lord that he left me. You shall serve the Lord your God, then he shall bless. A blessing for all those who serve. Shall remove sickness from your midst, the number of your days he will fulfill. I'll go where I have to go, preach what I have to preach, have the maximum impact. Yes, I'll go where I have to go, preach what I have to preach, have the maximum impact. Yes, will you go? you have to go and preach what you have to preach have the maximum impact yes I'll go where I have to go preach what I have to preach have the maximum impact yes say Lord I will go where I have to go I'll preach what I have to preach have the maximum impact yes I will have the maximum
speak in tongues, we speak in tongues, we will be three four all right let us pray can we close our eyes and pray father we want to thank you this night for this blessed opportunity we have to be in church to hear your word to receive your word to be blessed by your word lord let your kingdom come let it will be done save us lord bless us lord teach us lord instruct us lord Father, may I be anointed for this service and for your purpose, Lord. Thank you for your great grace that shall abound towards us, Lord. May we be blessed at your word, by your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Fantastic. God bless you. Give the Lord another mighty hand clap offering. And you may take your seats. Hallelujah. Well, as usual, it's good to see all of you. It's good to be in church. Are you happy to be in church? Um, where do we start from? We're talking about the Jacob's Keys of Greatness. Um, I believe last week we heard one or two. Today we can have a look at another one. Hallelujah. How many of you are walking on the road of greatness? Are you determined to be great this year? Have you already started experiencing greatness? You are great people. Hallelujah. It's, it's important to do well in life and to know how to do well. Hallelujah. But you will do well. You will. No weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. That is what the Bible says. And that shall be your portion. No weapon that is fashioned against you shall prosper. It won't happen. We return it to the sender. Every arrow, every spear, every stone, every weapon sent against your life, we return it to the sender. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, um, the Bible is full of revelations and um, truths. Anytime you come to church, you have come to um, receive a revelation and information that's supposed to build you up 
and make you do well in your Christian faith and, and therefore in this life. Uh, but when you go to church and you are not learning, you are not changing, then what's the problem? Then it means there's a problem, isn't it? But you will change. You see, the Bible says, um, should I read a beautiful verse to you? Okay, I'll read two beautiful verses. In the book of Luke, the Bible says that Bible says, what does the Bible say? It says that it says that woe unto you lawyers for you have taken away the key of knowledge. Hallelujah. Um, the more revelation you receive, the more knowledge that is coming to you. And um, you must know, you must know that knowledge really defines people. When you don't know, when you don't know about something, you can't, if you don't know, that there's a lion outside. You will not call. Who do you call if there's a lion outside? Whoever can come and take the zookeepers. You will not make, you will not make that phone call. Are you aware of that? I remember uh, many years ago, I was in my house and I was watching a movie. Late into the night, late into the night. I think that night I watched uh, Bodyguard. Yeah. It was very late. I remember I was enjoying it. All the lights were off. And I was sitting there and I was happy enjoying this movie. Then, when it was over, you know as soon as a movie ends, you stand up. You don't even know why you stand. You're in your house, but you just stand up. So when I stood up, then I looked to my right, which were the windows, and I saw flashing blue lights. You know that light, it flashes. So, and I said, I said to myself, somebody's in trouble, somebody likes problems. So there's a problem out there somewhere. So I looked at it, I looked outside, and I noticed that there were a lot, a lot of them. A lot of them. Different, all the types that you can imagine. All the types that have the blue were arranged on the streets right in front of the house. So, I said to myself, this I didn't say there's a problem. I said, something is happening. <laughs> so, I looked through, first I looked through the spy hole of the main door. I went, I went to the main door and I looked through the spy hole and I saw movement in front of my door. And I said, I've been here soaking in 
Well, I wasn't soaking it in. I wasn't soaking it. I was watching. <laughs> I said, I've been here watching this movie from beginning to the end. I've, look, I've not heard him. I didn't even hear the sound that this has, something has happened and these, all these plenty cars have come out. I didn't hear one, didn't hear one siren. I was just there. So when I saw that there was movement, I want to say movement, like this, like this door, right there. It's not like movement that people were passing by. The concentration was behind the door. So, I opened the door. When I opened the door, to my left was someone with a camera like this. And then, other officers. So, I looked and then I looked down. When I looked down, Lo and behold, what was there? Blood. I mean, blood. And then, without thinking, I asked the lady behind the camera, who was taking the picture, I said that, is someone hurt? <laughs> Do you know what she said to me? Do you already know what she said? She said, obviously. <laughs> I said, no problem. And I shut my door. And I counted my children. <laughs> I counted my wife. So everybody was okay. So I said, whoever came there, it's okay. In the morning, we'll discover. And I went to bed. I want to tell my wife what has happened. I went to bed. But what I'm saying is that, what I'm saying is that when you don't know about something, when you don't know, you are different. You are different. Someone, someone had been stabbed behind our door. I found out in the morning that my neighbor has stabbed her boyfriend. I don't know where they started fighting from. That they came to end up in front of our door. And she stabbed him there. So the pool of blood in front of our door. And then when you go down the stairs. I think that's where he, he went to drop. Also there's another pool. That that's where he went to settle down. Before they came to his rescue. All this. She wouldn't know. I was watching, uh, what's her name? She was, she was singing. And I, <laughs> before somebody was dying. <laughs> All because I didn't know. All because I didn't know. When, when you lack knowledge, you lack serious things. Serious things will be missing in your life. When you don't know. So it is, it is very, very, very important to know things and to be interested to know. And, you know, knowledge, knowledge is like a key. It's like a key that opens doors. Keys open doors, isn't it? It's like a key that leads. It means that it leads you somewhere. As long as you open and you walk in, you say you are, you are in a new realm, in a place that you didn't think existed. That's what knowledge does. As soon as you discover something, you, you, you enter into a world and you will be wondering, has this place existed all this while and I didn't know about it? And then when you don't know something, when you don't know something too, you look um, and you sound very, I won't say interesting, but the word is not interesting. The word is funny. When you don't know much and you talk and you act like you know a lot, you sound funny. It's like, it's like a child. How many of you realize as you have, you've grown up that you sounded like a child? 
some time ago, you were like a child. And as you've grown up, you discover that, oh, you were wrong. Oh, how many of you? Yes. Some time ago, you felt, you know, you really know. You really know. But, but you, don't, you, don't, you, you actually don't know much. The scripture that applies to, applies to us very often is the scripture that says that from now we see darkly through a glass. And then, there's, and then it says that for we know in part. We know in part. At every age, at every age. You see, when we get to heaven, we'll know more. And we'll see more. But at every age, even here on earth, at, at every age, you know in part. You know in part. You know in part and the older ones know more. The older ones always know more. The older ones always know more. The older, the older, an older person, an older person is supposed to know more. And they usually know more. Even when you don't agree with them, they know more. What, what you know is like, it's like you're looking through a glass darkly. And you know in you know part of what you're supposed to know. You don't know. So can you imagine making serious decisions based on the little information that you have? Making choices based on just a fraction of what you're supposed to know. And then you're making great decisions. Serious things that, these things that would change your life forever and ever. And you are deciding, meanwhile, you don't know everything. You don't have the key. There's a key that you need that you are supposed to have. And you don't have the key to make that decision. And you are making the decision. Thinking that you know. When mama speaks, you say you know. Papa speaks, you say you know. Pastor talks, you say he's too spiritual. This was the, you always have excuses and stories, something to dismiss what is being said. Meanwhile, meanwhile, this is you. You know in part. And you are seeing darkly through a glass. Have you looked through a glass before? You can't see, it's not clear. You see images. But you can't tell. What's going on there? So you see, knowledge is one of the important things in life. Uh, One day someone said that, and it's true. It's true. Not that somebody said, but it's true. That Jesus has wept. He's only cried twice in the Bible. The um, John 11, 35 one. The one that you like to quote when you want to be cheeky at Titus. They say, give a verse. They say, 11, 35. And Jesus wept. Yeah, Jesus wept, yeah. But then there's, there's another one where Jesus wept in Luke chapter 19. And this time he wept because he was telling them that if only you had known the things that belong to your peace. And it's, it was quite amazing to see Jesus weeping because some people were ignorant. It's like, because it's like, it's amazing. It's a shock. It's, sad. It's, it's a sad feeling when someone's supposed to know something he doesn't know. Hmm? Saying, if thou hadst known, even, you can start from uh, verse 41. And when he was come near, he beheld the city. And wept over it. 
And then he went on to, to talk. I said, you talk. I mean, why he's crying? Saying, if thou hast known, even thou, at least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace, but now they are hid from thine eyes. He's crying because the people they didn't know. So they don't even know who they are. They don't even know what they are. They don't even know what they have. They don't know what can help them, what can change them. It's, it's very, it's very, you see, I used to hear Bishop say it. Now I realize that it's so real. It's very sad when your church member comes to you and says that you were right. You don't, you don't feel like, I told you so. You, you've got said, no, it's, it's sad. It's actually sad. You end up, you end up even avoiding the person. Because you don't, you don't want to hear it. It's, it's, a, it's a sad feeling. When you tell someone, do this or don't do this, and the person does exactly that, you end up avoiding it. You, you, don't, you don't even want to meet. You like to just meet in church like this where I preach, but you don't want, you, you really want a one-to-one meeting. Yeah, you, you, you want the person to come close to you and tell you that, you know, everything that you told me, and you said this, I wish I had listened. I also wish you had listened. In fact, I wish I, had li- I could listen for you. I wish I could listen for you. If they had known, if you had known, if you had known, but you shall know. Amen. So you see, knowing things and learning things is very, very important. Knowing, learning. Imagine, imagine, um, imagine at this age, and you go back to year six. I mean, with this same knowledge that you have now, or if year six is too far, we can go. We can go to GCSE. How many of you realize that you'll be the best student in the school? You'll be the best. I mean, the best, super best. That's it, if you had known. But if someone told you and taught you how you can be the best, but you thought it was a bother, it's like, let's have fun. I mean, come on. But imagine you now, what you know now, and then we just drop your age, but the knowledge stays, and we send you into that class to go and sit there. You'll be excited. Somebody is laughing. The person says, man, I mean, you even teach the teacher. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You even start teaching. The, you tell the teacher, no, this is wrong. This is this. No, that's what I say. If, if, if when, when you know, when you know you're a different person. So when you start discovering spiritual truths, spiritual truths, you become a different person. You start discovering spiritual truth, spiritual things that, that you can retain, that you can keep and live by and obey. You become a different person. You become stronger and stronger and more powerful as the knowledge, the revelation increases in your life. You're supposed to be a different person. You're supposed to be a far different person, far different person. There's someone who is just there and doesn't know anything. When knowledge begins to increase, I was sitting in between two 
my members on a bus. And they were asking me questions. I felt like a professor. Because I didn't open the book. This one would just ask. Then I'll give the answer. So this one will ask. Give the answer. Then I'll say, yeah. Question. Answer. Question. Answer. I, you see, as they were asking, do you, know why, do you know why it was easy for me? Because I told them, in fact, I told them at the end of the bus ride, I told them that you remind me of two sisters 20 years ago. Remind me of them. They had similar questions. But then, it wasn't this easy for me to answer the questions. It wasn't this easy. I answered. I remember I answered. But it wasn't this easy. But you are just like them. Just, your problems are similar. You are the same. I said, I can predict. I, I do, you don't have to call me prophet. I, if you don't listen to what I'm saying, I can predict your end. Because I've seen it before. I lose problems. Problems the same kind. Yeah. It was, it was a very nice bus ride. One to my left and one to my right. So I turned to the left and he talked. And I'll look around and I'll start talking. Like, you know, as though I could see the answer in heaven. But see, when you know, when you know and you've seen, you're a different person. You're greater. You're better. Today God will give you new knowledge. Amen. Yes, he will. But now you have to live like you know what you know. Some of the people know things, but they don't live like they know what they know. That is how a fool is made. A wise person is someone who thinks, takes decisions, makes judgment. Based on the things he knows. That's a wise person. He thinks. Makes decisions. Judgments. Based on what he knows. So the more you know. The wiser you become. The more you know. The wiser you become. The less you know. The more foolish you are. You shall be wise. The effort to live by what we know is what sometimes we struggle with. Are you there? It's like someone who is an accountant. And then in his personal life. Not that he doesn't, not that he doesn't, doesn't pay taxes. Doesn't, you see, doesn't do what he knows he must be done. That is, that is how, I'm sure you, I'm trying to ex, ex, give you an idea of how fools are made. Because the person knows everything, knows all the right things. And the person makes themselves into an ignorant idiot. <laughs> it's like, it's like as, though, as though you don't, as though, as though you never heard of it. 
So you see in church, you see, every time we talk, I'm sure, I'm sure tonight you see as I'm talking, explaining this, you see we divert into this area, come into this area, come into this area, all to explain and for you to know that what is being said is applicable in different aspects of your life, in different areas of your life. So you hear the knowledge comes. The key of knowledge, the key of knowledge, the key of knowledge, the key of knowledge is given to you. And after we, 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 different keys are handed out. Different keys are handed out. Different keys are handed out. Different keys. Anointed people are loaded with keys. They have keys to different things. They're able to do different things because they have the key how to, to do it, to enter into that world. They can, they can actually enter because they have the key. Satan rules, bullies when he discovers that you don't know or you don't use what you know. Then he starts bullying you. Then he starts bullying you when he discovers that either you don't know or you don't use what you know or you don't know that if you use what you know, it will harm him. Then he begins bullying. He begins tormenting. A lot of the problems that you think you have, you actually don't have it. There are some that are there, but I'm telling you that a lot, majority of problems are actually not non-existent. They are, they are, they are called imaginations. Imaginations. That's the Bible says, casting down imaginations. You, Im- you, you imagine things. And then you think, you think about things, imaginations and thoughts. See, the person has been thinking this has been imagining. It just starts from an insignificant place. And then he blows it up in your mind. And then you believe it. Someone called me the other day. In fact, two ladies have done that to me. I don't know whether it's a problem that ladies have. Just talking about a problem I don't know about. And I remember one of them because she's older, has been, when I say older, not like in age, but has been with me very long. So she felt that I didn't want to tell her off. So she kept saying, oh, Bishop, stop it. Bishop, stop it. Bishop, 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 you know what I mean. And I said, I don't know what you mean. He said, oh, Bishop, you know, Bishop, you know. I said, I don't know. I don't, I, look, at a point, I, I said, I got worried. Do you understand? At the point, I got worried because I felt it's something attacking her. Because it's like, it's like, it's like telling me that, calling me, and then you just start saying, Bishop, where did you put the cat? And I'm asking, what cat? Oh, Bishop, you know, you know, the cat. Where did you put it? The cat. And I'm asking, what cat? What cat? Look, I was standing at a train station. At the point, I started shouting. I started shouting like someone who has made a call to Ghana or Nigeria and the line is not clear. 
I started shouting. I said, I don't, I said, I said, look, I don't understand what you're saying. I don't know what you're talking about. Nobody has said, I don't know. What are you talking about? Hey. Before she started calming down, I said, okay, I understand. But see, a lot of people come to the pastor and they say, it's like you know something, so talk. I'm not a radio. I'm not a radio. Do you not think that before I met you, I was thinking about something? No, I'm a human being. You know, my mind was blank. No, there's something on my mind. So if that's what you are talking, I'm thinking of the last thing that was on my mind is still on my mind. If you can bring up something more important, then that what I was thinking about can go. But if you start off with, you know, I know you know. I know you know already. I know you know already. If I know, those of you who have been around for a while, if I know, will I wait for you to come? Will I wait for you? You'll be taking one, taking two, taking three. <laughs> if I know, will I wait for you? I will wait for you. I will wait for you. Wherever you are, you shall be sorted out over there. Sharp, 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 sharp. Quickly. But when I don't know, that's how you, that's how you linger around for a while. That you feel that he knows something. He knows something. Why is he not talking? No. So, so it's, it's, it's called imagination. Imagination. You're imagining things. And it's one of the things that Satan uses a lot. Imagination. Imagination. One lady came to church once. Her friend was saying that. Let's go and say hello to the bishop. He said, never. Never. She won't go. Never. So she was around for weeks. Months. Then at a point, one day, I think I met her outside. I said, hello. Did I, t- I spoke to her. I said, you went to tell her friend. I met him. I met him. He was so nice to me. He didn't see anything about me. So do you know her problem? She said, she said, she came back the following week to come and tell me the reason why she's been avoiding me is that she feels I see through people. <laughs> and she feels when she comes near me, I will see something. And she says, since there are a lot of things about her, she doesn't want to come, otherwise I'll see some. So that day when she came and she realized I didn't see anything, she said, oh, it's like he's normal, it's okay. When you go, he doesn't see, he doesn't see the things. He doesn't see them. He doesn't see them. So the following Sunday, she came herself. It's like, I know he doesn't see. Let me just go. He won't see anything. He won't see anything. No. We don't see. So, yeah, see things. Oh, like I will see things. Huh? Like I will sleep. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I tell you. That's how it is. Fish. You have to overcome the imaginations and the thoughts 
their imaginations. There are things in your head. Things you're imagining. Then it gets bigger and bigger. Then you start drawing conclusions. You see, even when he saw me, he walked past. Mm. 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 Doesn't like me. This kind of European demons. He doesn't like me. He's judging me. They're all, they're all European demons. That's how they talk. I can show you how African demons also talk. You know, this is how African demons talk. <laughs> no, we are not in Africa, so let's talk about the European ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the European demons, you're judging me. You don't like me. I'm not like. I'm not wanted. I'm being bullied to this. <laughs> I'm lonely. This, 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 these, are, these are European demons and European imaginations. I'm not liked. I'm not beautiful. I'm not nice. You don't know. You see, one day, a certain wife came to see me and she said, she said, her husband has never seen her naked. So I was a little, you know, I was wondering what's going on in this house. She said, never. She said, I don't, she said, I don't allow him to see me naked. He's never seen me naked. So, I asked the question you are thinking about. I asked her, so, I mean, I mean, yes, I mean, naughty boys and girls. (laughs) And she said, there are conditions. It can only happen in the evenings. And the lights must be off. And then not only must the lights be off, it must be under the duvet. And she said, lights off, under the duvet, and then three, she has to be there first. She has to be under the duvet first before he comes. He cannot be there before he comes. So, <laughs> so, so at that point, I had to ask, why, 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 why? Then she said, because my body is ugly. So I said, why? She said, I am, I am fat. I said. But you're sitting by me here. I can't see in fact. You see, I thought now I was going to encourage, exhort. How she became angry. How she became angry. That was was the last time I saw that woman. That meeting was my last meeting with her. I've never seen her again. 
She said, I'm fat. And I said, no. She said, she said, Pastor Richard, don't tell me that. Then she, she stood up and she said, have you seen me naked before? How can you tell me that I'm not fat? How can you tell me that I'm not fat? Have you seen me? Then I said, this is a manifestation. In Africa, when you are fat and fair, the description is that you look fine. F, F, F. Fat, fair equals fine. When the person is walking around like this, that's what you see. To whom? To whom? To whom? For? To whom? That's it. Belong to. To whom? To. To whom? For? To whom? When they fall under, and you see the same person who was very fine in that region falls into another terrain. She says, light off. Under the duvet, I must be there first. That's the last day. She became so angry. She rebuked me, blasted me, and walked off. She came with you with her problem. I tried to encourage her. And I met a demon. She left. She said, Don't she said, Don't tell me I'm nice. Don't tell me I am nice. What do you know? What, is it, what, what do you know about me? Have you said, have you seen me without these clothes? Have you seen me with my clothes? Have you seen me naked? I said, I beg you. I have it. I beg. I have it. Not only, not only I have it, I also don't want to see it. I beg you. I beg you. I beg you. Hey. Hey. But it's all, it's, all, it's, all, it's all a certain type of devils that locks up itself and attaches itself to you. Yeah, imaginations. So if you're only a preacher, you have to be careful. You can't use words like fat or pigs, and you can't use it. Is it not an English word? When, when did a demon fasten itself to it that you can't say fat? But when you are big, is it not fat? Yeah. And I don't know where it's fat, fatter, fattest. You are fatter than this one. This one is fat. This one is fatter. And then this is the fattest. That means that she is the boom boot. The boom boot. <laughs> you have to feel free. Do you understand? Feel free. Enjoy yourself. Like yourself. Believe in yourself. Who ah. tease you? Sometimes who tease you? Say, hey, sister. Now you are, your gradient is. Sometimes who tease you? Say, hey, you are going fast, oh. Slow down. The bum bum says. They will tell the other one to, why, why you two? Don't you eat? 
need to eat more. Ah, why? You've, ta- you've taken the fasting personal. Small 21 days that you are finishing. You are evaporating. The London says they get to a certain age, they start climbing like that. Have you sat on an aeroplane before it's going high? So you feel it when it's going. It gets to a time, you don't feel it again. Before you realize, they tell you you're 35,000 feet. You don't know how you got there. That's what the London sisters are. Before you realize, they've reached 35,000. So when they get there, I tell them that stay there. Just, just stabilize the flight. Do you understand? Don't go higher. Because when you go higher, it will start shaking. So stabilize the aircraft there at 35,000 and fly coast. We'll enjoy it. We'll enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> we enjoy it. Oh. All these first love girls. I have pictures of them. We are, we are only about three years old. I have pictures. Oh, you see a meal that you see they had they had necks. Their necks were like swans. As I've been with them, the swan neck is getting shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> so they, say they don't have a neck again. The neck is finished. So, hey. But this one, I said, don't say it. We went to church and he was saying that I have, uh, my neck is finished. <laughs> yeah. To my children, when they pass by me, that they give me a slap here. My daughter has given that name, he says, it's called Freddy. <laughs> Freddy, she gives a tap like this. How is Freddy? Freddie. In the afternoons when she's bored, he says, come and put her head and say, look, can I put my head on Freddie? He said, daddy, take your hand off. No. Freddie, well, let me rest on Freddie. Freddie's there. So the other day, I also acted as though I've come under the European team. I said, I'm making fun of me, but I'm his father. She said, no, it suits you. It's okay. It's fine. I said, look at you. Look at you. They're coming to tell her it suits me. <laughs> look at you. What's you too? I said, I don't have any of these flying demons. I don't, I'm okay with it. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay with Freddy. <laughs> Freddy. I didn't take a picture of Freddy. You touch your neck. It's finished. <laughs> I can't even take pictures of me. <laughs> I used to run to catch buses with you. But even when I see the bus, because of you, I have to say, oh, it's okay. Another one will come. Another one will come. <laughs> Another one will come. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, another one will come. I don't make them run anymore. I used to run with these. I don't run with them because I have to be fair. When I see it, I just say, I just say oh, it's okay. We, we are chatting. We are discussing something, you know. No running. Oh, there will be there many more buses. Many more trains. <laughs> As we are running, it's as a wind is blowing, keeping some back. <laughs> Recently, I was walking with someone. And I said, so tell me, she said, no. I said, are you hungry? She said, no. 
cold. And I look at her. I say, are you sure you're okay? She said, yes, I'm okay. Do you know why I kept asking the question? Do you know why? Do you want to know why? Should I tell you why? Because the person that I've known was straight. Moves. Now, the person looks like her. So the time. Yes. But no, no, this place, this place over time is getting bigger. So when the person is walking, the person has become like this. You know when your tummy is hurting, you have a will. She said, no. So I had to, to analyze the thing. I said, oh, so your tummy is not hurting. You are not hungry. There's no problem. No backache. Nothing. She said, nothing. It's just that. The glory is increasing upon her. The glory. The glory. The glory. The glory. When you're around me, I'll talk about all these things so that we dismiss the demon that brings depression. The demon that brings depression and tension. He has to go. Yeah, he has to disappear. Why shouldn't we talk about it? We should talk. What is wrong with you? Nothing wrong with you. You are nice. It's your mother's genes that are manifesting. I tell them all the time, go and check out mommy. You see, you're just becoming like mommy. Mommy, mommy, mommyest. <laughs> anyway, Genesis chapter 32. Let me preach so we can go home. Are you going to cast out imaginations now? Don't accept it. Don't. Anyway. And Jacob went on his way. And the angel of God met him. Fantastic. May angels meet you. Did I tell tell about my experience with an angel? Yeah, I I came to say it in church once. And then the experience ended. Yeah. When I'm getting home, when I come off the motorway, like that, about half a mile, I'll see a roundabout. Constantly. If I'm going home at 10 p.m., 1 a.m., 3 a.m., any time. Because at the point I had to check with the time that is this someone who works around and then around this time is good. So I checked. I'll be going home at 9. I'll see him. 10.30, I'll see him. 1142. I'll see him. 306. As soon as I come out and I see the roundabout like that in front of me, I'll see a man on the on the bike. He just come round the roundabout like that. By the time I get there, he disappeared. I don't know whether he goes left, right. I say, this guy, where does he live? I don't see him. Cons- I mean constantly without fail. Then one day I was preaching, I came to say it. When I was going home, I didn't see him again. I've not seen him again till today. Again. Oh, I'm sure he's there. He's just made himself invisible. Yeah, as for there, I'm sure he's there. It's just, it's just that the privilege of seeing is just like he's been taken away because I talked to him. I went to talk too much. Yeah. All the time. All the, as, as I come over and I approach him, you see, he says, I want a bike. I, say, I mean, used to want, in this dark, who is riding? Who, who is this person? 
All the time. He was there all the time. All the time. He was there. All the time. Yeah. May you have angels. You actually have angels. Believe that the angels are there. That you have angels with you. Angels around you. All the time. They're there. They're all around you. With you. No evil shall befall you. Yeah. Believe it. So that the angels are there. You have angels to protect you. Angels to keep you. Angels that watch over you. You have to believe it. It's a key of knowledge. Something you must know. Something you must know. As I'm going here, there are angels with me. Angels in operation. Angels moving. Angels doing things. You have to believe that there are angels. There are angels. It's one of the things that we have. There are, there are angels with you. You are not alone. You are not alone. I was talking to a sister recently who said, there's something in her room. She can't sleep. There's, that. there's some presence. I said to her, I said to her, no problem. We'll pray with you. We'll pray. I said, we'll even come to the, to the room and pray there. But I said, should in case we don't even come, when you lie down to sleep, sleep in peace. Sleep peacefully. Whatever he's doing there, he should do it. He can never touch you. He can never affect you. He can never do anything to you. Never. I said, believe it. As he was going, I said, my dear, believe what I'm telling you. Believe what I'm telling you. Believe it. He can never, he can never touch you. You will never be affected. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Don't just wait for somebody to come and do. I said, it's not a problem. Come and pray. Oh, come and pray the part. I said, even the one that lives in you is greater than anything outside you. Hey. Then when you put your head down to sleep, sleep in peace. Hey, sleep in peace. I've prayed in rooms. Had wonderful experiences. Marvelous revelations. So one day God decided to show me what is in that room. And I said, I won't go again. No, actually, I went again. When I went the second time, he showed me another thing. And I got the message that it's not conducive to become here. This. It's better to be somewhere else. So I had to change locations. He showed me. A woman came into the room. Yeah, that was the last year I was leaving. I was just put into a trance. Into it. I packed, I packed, I zipped up. Do you know when you're zipping up a bag, the sound it makes... I zipped up. That was the last thing I remember I was doing that. I zipped up. Then suddenly I said to myself, I don't know why I said to myself, I feel tired. I feel tired. It's as though someone held my shoulder like this and turned me around to sit on the edge. I sat on the edge of the bed like that. And suddenly, then I laid on my back. As soon as I laid on my back, I saw somebody walk through the door. Dark girl, dark black jet black girl with short hair and she was wearing dark blue denim jeans skinny jeans tied on her skin and she was topless and her this part up she had oiled her arms 
and oil. Her breasts, her breasts were standing firm, like they're about like aircraft that's about to take off, like that on her chest, and she had oiled them. From this part up was shiny, shiny skin oil, jet black, short hair, and she walked into the room, and she walked straight to me. And she turned around like this as well to sit on my lap. As soon as she, as soon as she turned around like that, then I got up. So she didn't get to sit. <laughs> I got up. As soon as I got up, it's like, because I had finished. So the Lord was telling me that, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just showing you something. It's like, it's like an excursion, you know, it's like, it's just, there's nothing to do. It's like, this is it, you know. This is, this, this is what is there. This is what is there. I said, wow, this place, this is what it is like. I planned and I went again. The second experience, as I was there, the middle of the night, I was praying. Rats. Not physical ones, but I could see rats moving in the room. Huge ones, moving. (laughs) Yeah, they were moving in the room. And I said, no, I understand. I've got the message. I've got the message. I have to check out. But otherwise, I've been there. Angels all around me. Angels. No problem. It's like, it's like you can be here. You'll be okay. But you can be somewhere else. And perhaps your angels will have other, other things to do than this kind of problems. Anyway, and Jacob went on his way. And the angels of God met him. May angels meet you. That's what I was telling you. May angels meet you. May angels meet you. I wish one day I will see my angel again. Well, maybe he's changed. Maybe rather he has a car now. Maybe I should look out for a car. Yeah. And when Jacob saw them, he said, this is God's host. And he called the name of that place, Mahanaim. And Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother, and to the land, sir, in the country of Edom. What's there? He continued, continued to do what? Are you there? And he continued, hey, where are we? Sorry, and he commanded them, saying, is that, is that, do we read verse 3? Okay, he commanded them, saying, thus shall ye speak unto the Lord Unto my Lord Esau, thy servant Jacob, says that I have sojourned with Laban and stayed there until now. And verse 24. Verse 24. And Jacob was left alone. And there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. We're closing in. Ten minutes, okay? And there, oh, Jack. Jacob was left. You know, Jacob's experiences were very supernatural. Do you remember the first one when he slept on the stone? And he woke up and he said, and the Lord was here and I didn't, even, I didn't know it. The Lord was here and I didn't even, I didn't even know it. It, it. it teaches us to know where the Lord is, to be able to tell, to be able to tell that God is with you because he is with you. His name is Emmanuel. The Christ that dwells in you is Emmanuel. God with us. God with us. God is actually with you. In in many ways. In many ways. 
in many, including things that did not work out. Oh, you have no idea. You have no idea. But you have an idea now. God is with you. God is with you. God is with you. God is with you. He's there. He's there. God is with you. His name is Emmanuel. God with us. He's with you. Was left alone. So after that experience, which is in chapter 28, now here he's about to have another fantastic experience. Fantastic spiritual experience. And there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. Are you there? Verse 25. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. Listen carefully. And he said, let me go for the day breaketh. And he said, that is Jacob said, the angel is saying, let me go. Or the man he has met, let me go. And he's saying that I will not let you go. Except thou bless me. You listen. And he said unto him, what is your name? And he said, my name is Jacob. I am Jacob. Verse 28. And he said, thy name shall no more be Jacob. Your name is changing tonight. But Israel, Israel, For as a prince has thou power with God and with men and has prevailed. May your name be changed. Um, Dear brothers and sisters, my simple message to you tonight is that let's learn from Jacob how to prevail in prayer how to prevail in prayer. How to prevail in prayer. How to prevail in your Christian life, in your Christian walk. You are, you are an overcomer. You are more than a conqueror. You see, The thing you should never do is to decide that I've tried hard enough and I'm not getting it, so it's okay. That is what you should never do. You should never say, it is okay. I give in. I give up. I surrender until, until, until you have what you have. You know, this story about Jacob tells me that the thing called blessings, blessings, that I am blessed, that my life is blessed. One of the sure ways of becoming blessed is through prayer. 
that you can pray. And because when they, he asked him, what do you want? What do you want? Verse 27. What does say? What, what, what's the problem? What, what's the problem? Look, verse. Is this the verse that I'm looking for? Is it the, what is thy name? What's verse 28? No, 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 no. So verse 26. Is the person doing the thing? Is he listening to the message? And he said, let me go. For the daybreak, he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. Except that it's like, it's like my destination is the blessed place. That's, his des- that's des- des- the destination where I'm going to is the place where I can say that I am blessed. So when, when you are praying, when you are praying, remember that prayer, prayer is a form of wrestling. It's a long battle. Long battle, long battle for some of the things. It's long, it's long, it's gonna take long. So, say, Oh, why are you saying that it will take long? It, it, it will be quick. No, are you not a human being? The fact that the fact that you don't have what you have been praying about means that it is a long battle. The fact that you don't have it means that it is, it is going to take longer, longer than praying that, Lord, give me, give me life or, or God heal me of this headache because I've had a stressful afternoon. And then by, by 5 p.m., the headache is gone. That's, that's, that's a different type of problem. That's a different type of problem. But there are some, there are some issues. There are some issues in your life. You see that it's not resolved overnight. And when you give in and say, this is how it's supposed to be, that is not how it is supposed to be. Learn from God that that is not how it is supposed to be. It is not supposed to be that. You are supposed to be someone who can prevail, who can prevail in prayer. No matter how long it takes, prevail in prayer. Prevail. Overcome. It will take time. But in that time, hey, be ready to pray. And to pray for a long time. Pray for a long time. Pray for a long time. Either over a particular subject, a particular issue, or even learn to pray for a long time by yourself. That I am praying that this prayer, this prayer is a marathon. It's a marathon prayer. I'm praying for a long time. Look. There are things. There are things. Someone was saying something to me. I can't remember who. But I, 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 remember, my, I remember my response. I can't remember who. I can't remember what we're talking about. But I remember my response. I said to the person that you are behaving. You are behaving like someone who has come out of the marriage chamber that is after, after her wedding night, she's gone in with her husband, then she comes out of the marriage chamber and says that I think I'm barren because I don't have a child. I don't have a child. I've been, I've been with a man doing everything that I have to do. I thought by the morning I'll have a baby, but I don't have a baby. 
You see, some of the things when we talk about and we are making ourselves depressed and confused, that's what we, that's what we sound like to God. There are things, there are things that you have instant responses and there are things that it takes nine months. You conceive it and then nine months before it comes out. Everything, everything has a time to it. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen. You don't just wake up, then you have it. Then it's there, I have it. So now the, the issue becomes stamina. Who are those who can stay? Who are those who can stay? Who, can, who are those who can stay with it? Who can be with it? Who can, who can battle through? Who are they? Who are they? Who are they? That's what Paul, Paul, he said. He said, I have fought a good fight. I have fought a good fight and I have run, I have run a race. I have run a race. That it's, not, it's not a one-day journey. I've been running. I've been running. I've been, because it's like this particular calling to get to heaven and to make it and to fulfill his ministry. It's a, it's a long journey. It's a long journey. So you start entertaining European spirits of depression and spirits of it's not working and spirits of I can't do it and spirits of it's not my place and spirits of it's not for me and spirits of I'm not wanted and spirit of I, I'm not liked and spirit of I can't do it. When you start entertaining, remember that girl, remember that girl that came out of the room. She married Saturday. Her wedding was 2 p.m. We officiated everything. And then we finished everything. It's so around 5.15. Then went for the reception. By the time reception, everything was finished around 10.30 p.m. By the time she got to her, wherever they, they were going to, it was past midnight. She was tired. She fell asleep. Then in the morning, around 7 o'clock, her husband woke her up. And they tried. It wasn't easy. They tried. They tried, tried, tried. Then they had church. 9 a.m. So you can imagine the short time. By 10.30 they had come to church. And then there were tears on her face. And you ask her why. She says, I didn't get the baby. Everybody marries, they have babies. I marry, I do have no baby. I have no baby. Where's my baby? I want a baby. I want a baby. So now you have to explain. That is not how babies are made. That is not how babies are made. That is not how babies are made. What you are looking for, that is not how it comes. For your name to be changed from Jacob to Israel. It's different from marrying Rebecca or, or no, Leah. This is a Leah person here. It's different from marrying Leah and marrying Rachel. It's a different event. It's a different event. It's a different thing. It's not the same. It's not the same. He prevailed in prayer. You have to learn to prevail in prayer. To stay in prayer. That imagination, you have to cast it down continuously. When it comes, cast it. When it comes, cast it. Who told that when you who said who said that when you cast it once that's the end? When it comes, you cast. 
it will come cast. One day you will hear that it is dead. I said, one day you will hear it has died. One day you will hear that it is over. And it shall be so. And it shall be so. Many problems, you'll be looking for them, you can't find them. Never agree. Sign a contract with the devil. Look, you want to, so the devil, where is it? The thoughts, the thoughts, the thoughts. There are some thoughts, there are some thoughts when you occur to me. I have learned, I have learned how to say to say that. Satan, I don't have discussions with you. I actually say it. I don't have discussions with you. I can't make agreements with you. Some of, the, some of the thoughts in my, you see before, your, your imaginations are growing and growing. They say, okay, if I don't have this, maybe I'll settle with this. You are signing a contract with Satan. When God says, with God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. With him, all things are possible. With him, all things are, you are there. Imagining things. Imagining things. Picturing things. And saying that, oh, it's okay. You see, it's thoughts. The thoughts is the thoughts. It's the thoughts. The thoughts. It is the thoughts. It's the thoughts of evil. Thoughts of wickedness. Thoughts of somebody is thinking something about you when the person is that's, that's, that's not, the person's not thinking about you. Oh, please. Oh, please. Thoughts. Have you not seen how thoughts make you very angry? How to make you very angry. One day, a certain woman stopped coming to church. And I thought I was her friend. So I said, I remember, I, I said, I said, call her, find out. What's her problem? She said, hmm, she can't say, hmm, hmm, hmm. You know, those kind of quarrelsome behavior. Hmm, 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 you don't know, hmm. Oh, Bishop wants to see you. He wants to, okay. Hmm. Hmm. Because it's Bishop, I'll come. Because it's Bishop. And I said, ah, there's a problem. I remember I said to myself, Verity has caused this problem. Verity, because she's Verity's sheep. So I said, she should come. When I'm finished with her, I'll get Verity. I will sort her out in this church, in this Apache. She will see Pepe. So she came. It was in the room there. I said, what is it? What is it? Talk. What has happened? And I was waiting for her to start talking. Hey, do you know who was the problem was? When she started talking, it was me. I said, ah. I said, but you. You see, all the things she was saying, I didn't know about it. But she thought I was, I'm new. So like, as I'm preaching, as I'm preaching, I said, somebody said, hey, husband is saying, maybe you are here. Your saying you. I don't know. I don't know. You haven't told me. Your husband has said, so she thought somebody has reported something. So I said, look, I stood up in the office. I said, everything you are saying, I said, you are now reporting yourself. All my thing I had for verity, I said, now receive it. I really, you know, encourage her. <laughs> but 
But if it's just she won't go again, she's she coming, she's coming to church, she'll stay in church. And the better we finish, I think praise and worship has started, so she came in to dance. I didn't know I was the problem. But I'm the problem. I was the one. Oh, I was waiting to finish to go very to come. Come here. You see you people, the way you handle people. Hey, I had prepared and rehearsed my speech. You people. You know how it takes to get one soul? You've just come, look at that, my speech. I said, I have to speak to myself. <laughs> I was the one. Anyway, I can't, now I can't remember why I'm telling you this story. But I've told you a nice story anyway. What? Imaginations. Imaginations. The woman had imaginations. I wasn't... I, I, even Verity didn't know about the problems she was talking about. <laughs> Shepherd Verity, she didn't know. She was, imagine, she was imagining things. That as I'm preaching, I'm thinking about her. I'm saying this. She was imagining. All I'm preaching is you, don't you know? I mean, you will know there is no, I mean, there is no, we are a family. Don't you know we are a family? You're family, when I'm talking, you know it's you. Leah, wouldn't you know it's you? Oh, it should be you. You see, before I said, I was spoken to you already. Oh. I should come and and talk and I don't know. She came to confess. So all the verity fire came on her in the room. <laughs> you thought I rebuked myself. No. I put the fire on her. When she finished, she came for praise and worship. Imagination. Overcome every imagination. Learn how to rebuke Satan. Learn how to rebuke him. Have strength. Have strength in you to rebuke him. The things he keeps bringing up, rebuke him. Never in your mind agree. On things you don't want. And say, oh, it's okay. I mean, it's okay. I accept you don't. That's how it's going to be. No, 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 no. Thoughts. Thoughts are very alive, you know. Very, 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 very alive. They, uh, your thoughts, it, it, they are real forces. Read when God decided to destroy the earth. Read the reason he gave. He said, the imagination of man is evil continually. His ima- the, th- the things he plants, the things he thinks about, they are evil continually. That's what the scripture says. If, if, the, if there will be any virtue, if there will be any praise, think, think on things that are true, correct, honest, pure, holy. Think on those things. Think. The thoughts. Satan walking there, he's talking to you, but you don't even know that he's talking to you. He's fellowshipping with you in your mind, fellowshipping with you. You shall be strong. In Luke chapter 11, we are closing off. Are you happy we are closing off? I am anyway. Are you going to prevail in prayer? You have to prevail. Yeah, you will. Don't back down. Don't back down. Don't give up. Don't say it's okay. Say it's okay. I mean, it's okay. Don't back down. Pray. Pray.
Pray. Pray. Be ready for a long battle. And pray. Pray till you see that you have been blessed. Pray till you see the answer. Pray till you see the answer. Pray till till you see the answer. If it's church growth, don't just sit there and say, okay, over here, um, over here, people really don't um, like coming to church, so it's okay. No, 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 no. Welcome to a long battle. Welcome to a long battle. Welcome to a long battle. And be prepared for the battle. Be prepared. That's why I'm giving you a key, a key of knowledge that this problem, this problem, it goes out by another method and you have to use another route. Use another route to solve this problem. It's another way to solve it. It's not solved like how you solve the other one. This one, you solve it in a different way. Luke 11, have you got it? Verse 20. Verse 20 says that, but if I with the finger of God cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God is come upon you. That is, the kingdom of God is the authority of God. Authority. Authority. You check the meaning of the word kingdom. It talks about royal power. It talks about authority. It talks about dominion. The dominion. It It talks about ruling. The ruling power of God. The ruling, the, the power of God has come upon you. Then, verse 21, it says that when a strong man armed keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. You shall become strong. Yeah. I say you shall become strong. Yeah. It's about strength. You see, Jacob had spiritual strength. Prevailing in prayer is spiritual strength. Spiritual strength. You're gaining, you're gaining spiritual. You have, you have to do the things that gives you spiritual strength. That you are, you are getting stronger and stronger. Praying longer. Dealing with issues. You're getting stronger. Getting stronger. If you back down, how will you get, become strong? Then verse 22, he said, but when it's stronger than he, you shall be the stronger one. In every situation, you shall be the stronger one. You will not be the weak one. You'll be the stronger one. In every situation. In every situation. You shall be the stronger one. You will be the stronger one. Every situation you find yourself in, expect to come out victorious. He says, but when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him, he taketh from him all his armor, wherein he trusted and divideth his spoil. Aim to be the stronger one. Aim to be the stronger one. To be the one with stamina, the one with strength, the one with power, the one that can stay, can stay. Don't be discouraged. Tell your neighbor, don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. Tell the person again, do not be discouraged. Don't be. Don't be. Be the stronger one. Stay with it. You pray for 30 minutes, you fell asleep. Try again. Try try again. Before I realize you have prayed for 45. 
Before you realize you've prayed for one hour, you are getting stronger. You are getting stronger. There is nothing that when you pray about, God won't answer. There is nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. We are the ones that don't pray. And we are the ones that don't pray long enough and consistently. And continue. We, are the, we are the ones that will take, take breaks. There is nothing that when you pray about, God won't answer. There is nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. That's what James wrote and he said, Is any among you afflicted? Has any of you, has any of you got a problem? Affliction is a problem. It's trouble. Is any among you afflicted? Then he said, let him pray. <laughs> let him pray. That verse blesses me so much. Is any among you afflicted? He said, let him pray. Let that guy pray. He shouldn't cry. He shouldn't be depressed. He shouldn't be confused. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. The one with the problem. The one with the problem. The prescription is that pray. Pray. The way out of trouble is prayer. Let trouble send you to the closet. Trouble should never send you to the devil. Trouble should never send you into backsliding. Trouble should never send you into into the world. When you see trouble, remember the verse. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Let him pray. Let him pray. Let the troubled person pray. And when you are troubled, you pray more. You pray more. You cry. Oh, you cry. You be crying. And you think, you think God doesn't hear. He will hear you. When you get to heaven, ask Hannah. She prayed. She prayed. The priest said she was drunk. She prayed. Unless you haven't seen trouble before. When you have trouble, pray. when you have trouble, remember, I beg you, remember, remember prayer. Remember prayer. Don't remember nonsense and stupidity. It's in your Listen, Jacob was a praying guy. He was a praying guy. Then he saw that he said, This guy that I have met, this angel that I have met, he's into blessings. He's into blessings. He can, he can change my life. He can change my life permanently. I'm not going to let him go. I'm going to be with him. Spirituality is wrestling. Spirituality. To be spiritual, it's a battle. It's a battle. You want to be spiritual? Welcome to a battlefield. Welcome to a battlefield. I don't hear Paul speaking. He said, I keep my body under. Whoever thought and imagined that your body is your enemy. Those who don't control their, their bodies, they have all kinds of problems. They have all these kind of body problems. You want spirituality? Welcome to wrestling. Wrestling. Battling. Fighting. That is spirituality. 
That is spirituality. It's a battle. It's not, it's not, it's not a party. It's not a party. It's a battle to be spiritual, to break through, to enter into blessings, to walk in blessings, to walk in anointings. It's a real, real battle. You battle, you fight. You fight yourself. You fight things. You fight spirits. We shall prevail. God bless you, church. God bless you. God bless you. May you be blessed with strength and with might. May you outlast all your enemies. May you never give up. Receive the grace of never giving up. Never surrendering. Never yielding. Never backing down. Never bending down. Never giving up. Never yielding to the enemy. Receive that grace. Receive that grace. Receive that grace. Go out of this place with the key. The key of prevailing prayer. The key. The key. It will cause you to enter. Enter you. You shall come out with a new name. You shall come out with a new identity. You shall come out with new power and new authority. Don't just walk around and let the winds winds blow you and winds direct what happens to you. Any wind, any wind of life that blows, you've become a certain way. No. 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 Don't accept it. Don't accept it. Don't accept it. When you see it, know that it's a call to prayer. It's time to pray. It's time to pray. It's time to pray for long hours. Long, 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 long. Satan has never heard you say, bring it on before. You're always saying, maybe it is the will of God. It is a, no, no, no. He's never heard you say, bring it on. Bring it on. We are here. We are here. We are here. We are here. I will resist you till you flee from me. Hey, he should hear you talking that way. I shall resist you. I will not even give you an inch, not even an inch. Even an inch, not even an inch. Bind and it shall be bound. Loose and it will be loosed. Cast down and it shall be cast down. Cast down and it shall be cast down. Sometimes decide not to sleep. Have one man all night. Pray through the night. Those night prayers, they change things. Things are changed permanently. Permanently. It is, it's a, there's a permanent change. It's not a one-hour prayer. It's not a two-hour prayer. One of our pastors, whose church started exploding one day I was talking to him he said you know I fasted for one year <laughs> fasted for one year fasted. You, see, you see sometimes what, what, one of the things I've discussed is that we don't know what works 
Yeah. That's why you see, we start, we start talking about like um, a certain continent that likes teaching on church growth, but never talks about prayer. Always talks about always interesting ideas, set goals, reach above this, this, that, this, that. You know, you see them giving point. You know, we do this. We tell all the members to do this. We tell them because of that. Nothing works but with God. Nothing works but with God. In case it's working for you, you don't know what is working. Then somebody is working somewhere for you. Somebody did the job. Somebody did the job. You don't know what is working. The, th- the things you are, you, you are explaining that that is what works. It can, it can never be. It can never be. It can, it can never build a church. A church can never be built by WhatsApp group. Never. A church can never be built by WhatsApp group. We have WhatsApp groups and we discuss things. And we pray through the phone. Telephone prayers that you set alarm that come on at this time so that whoever is leading checks hourly. By the time it comes, you have appeared. And then you go back to sleep. You say amen, then you go back to sleep. No problem. No problem. The only thing I want you to know the only thing I want you to know is that somebody is doing the right thing and you are enjoying it. Yes, somebody is doing the right thing and you are enjoying it. So long as you are sleeping and you are not working, you are not doing just know, just know somebody is, what you are enjoying is, the, is, is someone's labor. Someone's labor. Don't give us those 21st century ideas for church growth. Don't give us those ideas. Don't, don't give us those things. Don't give us those things. Don't spread, don't spread that kind of talk. Don't spread it. Don't spread. Don't be an agent of Satan and spread and say, tell and tell someone that you know when you when you tell your member that do this, you know, exponential growth, arithmetic progression. Oh. Please, can I tell you to shut up? Yes, shut up. Somebody is doing the right thing somewhere. Somebody is, is working for you. And you're enjoying. Enjoying it. Enjoying it. Flowing it. It shall be well with you. God bless you. I don't know why you're standing. God bless you. Take your seat.